Welcome back to part two of the Too Much Time on Our Hands podcast. Uh, we're, right, we're going to do what we normally do in part two, which is now part three of our Choose Your Own Adventure book, The Riddling Reaver. So I'm going to pass you over to our narrator here. Previously on Riddling Reaver. The adventurers found all three of the items they were searching for in the town of Calamere. As they threw all of the items into the sea... Something happened, which is actually explained in the next bit I'm going to read. <laughs> <laughs> Our adventurers are on the trail of a mysterious opponent, the Riddling Reaver. This servant of the trickster gods of luck and chance has murdered a great nobleman and must pay the consequences. His motives for the crime were obscure, but his behaviour suggests it was part of some greater plan. Your quest has brought you to a tall cliff on the coastline. As the storm clouds boil and rage overhead, and the furious wind lashes you, you sense that this turmoil is but a fragment of some greater battle on a higher plane. Are you destined to be part of that battle, question mark? <laughs> you wait for minutes that seem like hours. Then, looking out to sea, you catch sight of a... The adventurers catch sight of a tail. The adventurers... <laughs> fucking hell. The adventurers catch sight of a sail. But what kind of ship sails in a storm like this, question mark? As it approaches, the winds abate, and the waves crash less violently against the rocks at the foot of the cliff. You see the familiar shape of a merchant's galley gliding towards the cliff. Cliff. It's just cliff again. But this is no ordinary trading vessel, for you can see no crew on its deck. Its sails hang lifeless from its masts, yet the ship glides smoothly over the waves. As you look closer, you see the galley really is sailing over the waves. It is floating above the water. That's me, that is! (laughs) (laughs) Suddenly, the ship stopped dead. Our landing boat is winched down to the waves and moves towards the shore. Again, you are certain that there is nobody aboard. It reaches a narrow cove just along the cliff from you and grinds on the sand. You get the feeling it is waiting for you. We get the feeling it is waiting for us. I, I think that's probably right, Andrew, yes. A slippery path leads down to the beach from the top of the cliff, which you can easily descend with a little care. As soon as you all climb into the boat, it slides down into the water and smoothly heads in the direction of the galley. What have the adventurers let themselves in for? Question mark. <laughs> now we would like to introduce a new character to the group, our guest this week. Shit, shit Sean Bean? Is that what you're going to do? I've changed my mind. Oh, what are you going to do? <laughs> I've decided to go for debauched nobleman. De- nice. A debauched nobleman uh, will join Adam Driver. I the, idea that the adventure, uh, the, his name is literally debauched. Debauched nobleman. nobleman. <laughs> <laughs> I'm uh, Mr. Tickle. Mr. Oh. Tickle. <laughs> of a fine noble estate. Okay, so we have Mr. Tiddle. We have... Uh, Welcome, Mr. Tiddle. Hello, <laughs> Mr. Tiddle. Oh, my. We have uh, Adam Driver. Hello. 
have, we have uh, Andrew. Hello. <laughs> and we have uh, Daffy from Endubs. Yeah, boy. <laughs> Excellent. Why? What this a foolish ruffian you are. <laughs> this will be our uh, our group to take on part two of the Wriggling Reaver. Part three. Part three. Well, part three, indeed. Mm. Um, so just to let you know, this one is actually uh, a good one for our podcast, considering we try to keep things to around an hour or thereabouts. This is actually a timed round. The The round only, and the act, in fact, only lasts as long as the voyage lasts, which is basically oh, wow. a preordained time. So okay. let's call it an hour. Okay. So we will do as much as we can in an hour, looking around this vessel, and... Um, yeah, we'll see what happens. Nice. So basically, oh. we know what's going to happen up to this point. We're going to look around a ship. Well, okay. not we, but you. Well, was that the plan? Yes. It's the plan. Well, it's in the book here. On this <laughs> that was my plan. <laughs> okay. So, um, the act opens with the adventurers boarding the vessel known as the Twice Shy, the Reaver's seagoing <laughs> vessel. Like, no shit, obviously. Once they've boarded it, the galley will sail off at great speed, following the coastline across the glimmering sea. Its journey will end after it crosses the Gulf of Schmutz. What? Schmutz. And reaches the coast. Schmutz. Yeah, blah, 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 blah. The scenario begins with the landing boat being winched onto the deck of the galley. And we will start at location one. Uh, so I'll just show you that there is a map. Oh. There are three decks okay. to the twice shy. There's a dragon on it? Well, no, it's just, just I think it's just a picture. Oh, no. So this is, this is the deck. So this is where you start off. Okay. Um, so there's the forecastle, uh, even, and the poop deck. <laughs> um, <laughs> and then underneath that is there's a ladder down that can take you to locations three, four, seven, eight, and nine. And then there's a further deck down the bottom where locations 5 and 6, uh, number 2, 10, 11 and 12 are. I'd have thought number 2 would be on the poop deck. Well, yeah, you would think yeah, so too. That's very good. Very good indeed. <laughs> I'll tell that down the club later. <laughs> <clears throat> okay, so you're on, you're on location 1 and there is something to tell you all. Ooh. Most ships' decks are very cluttered with ropes, barrels and all kind of nautical tackle. <laughs> not this one, though. There is not so much as a coil of rope. The deck seems to be made entirely from black pine, one of the strongest and rarest woods in Alantia. In its middle, between the masts, is a hatchway, presumably leading to the hold. At each end of the lower deck, there is a door. To the right of the forward door is a large brass plaque on which is inscribed, Twice Shy. Even on the upper decks, there are no ropes, nor even a wheel for steer- a wheel for steering. <laughs> what wind there is seems not to touch the sails. They hang limp and lifeless. What will you do? So we have to decide where we're going to go. That would make much sense," <laughs> said, said the narrator. <laughs> so. I hope I don't get seasick. <laughs> well, I'm sure you've been on many a a, a, a journey on the. Great ocean. Oh no, I'm terrible with water. <laughs> I haven't washed in three weeks. That's what the smell is. So where do we want to go? I wasn't listening, to be honest. I know. <laughs> let's um, head to... Should we do what we did last time and just head to number yeah, one? Let's <laughs> yeah, let's go in order again. Yeah. You have dawdled too long. <laughs> yeah. Looking ahead of the twice shy, you see a slow merchant ship sailing into the path of your ship. <gasps> Try as you might 
To <laughs> try as you might to divert the path of the twice shy, there is nothing you can do. Could you move aside, please? <laughs> no! <laughs> we, we can't! <laughs> the enchanted vessel charges straight into the merchant ship, splintering it into two as if it were balsa wood, <laughs> and then <laughs> continues straight on. The trader's cargo and crew are unceremoniously dumped into the sea. The poor shipwrecked sailors must fend for themselves, but there is a chance that you might be able to grab some baggage if you try. Well, we'll try. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> you miss. <laughs> oh, is that no. just all of, for all of us? Yeah, that's it. I really wanted some caviar. <laughs> so, where are you going to go? The next one. Whatever that was. <laughs> the next I thought one. the ship the had just been deck. split in two. No, no, the, the merchant ship. Oh, just, okay. You've just unceremoniously unrolled. Yeah, that's all it was going to be. Room. Your quest comes to an yeah, end. Yeah, right. You have all died <laughs> in the water. Falling <laughs> in the water. Uh, right. Right. Hang on. <clears throat> just heard me gulp on the microphone there. Been very quiet. <clears throat> so where do you want to go? Can we have a look at the map again, please? Uh, here's the map, uh, but there's also another picture I should show you as well, which is a picture of the. Oh my God, Thomas, your penis! <laughs> <laughs> this is my penis. <laughs> so obviously there are doors either end of the yeah. of the deck here. Okay. Uh, and I actually realise now that it's not three levels. Actually, what you've got is you've got a door here that leads to these two rooms, oh, and you've got a door here that leads to these three rooms. Oh. Uh, and there's a ladder in the corner there that then leads you down to this area. Uh, that is what you can see on the boat, okay. at, on the deck at the moment. So you can see there's a ladder down to the hold. And, and where did we just go? Oh, yeah, uh, I mean, anyway, you, you were just, just here. Sort of milling around on the deck. You right. were just milling let's around go, Let's deck. start from the top, then. Hmm. Shall we? Yeah. yeah. So we'll go through the door in the end. Go through the door. I'm going to go through that door. Yeah. So that is the, the uh... poop deck. No. Poop. <laughs> yeah. So you want to go to three and four. <clears throat> so yeah, out of those two locations, which one, out of the locations, which one do you want to go into first? The door on the left or the door on the right? Oh. So you go through one door, left or right? Yeah. Left. Yeah. You want to go left? Okay. Yeah. The door opens easily and you find yourself looking into a smallish, sparsely furnished cabin. A sturdy hammock has been lashed between two stout timbers and an unlit lantern hangs from the ceiling. Around it dangles various types of fish. Oh! <laughs> fish dangling! I love it! <laughs> they are all neatly stuffed and tied to the rafters with pieces of string. The cabin's former occupant clearly felt more at home underwater. In the centre of the room is a large box, at least a metre high, which is clamped to the floor by iron bands. There is a stool in front of it, and it has two small holes bored into its side. Apparently, they're eye holes. <laughs> what will you... Says? What do you want to do? Can we look into the eye holes? Oh! Can I just... <laughs> <laughs> oh, 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 can, can I just a glory hole? Can I just, like... like, can I just dangle my feather in? <laughs> 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 just, just without looking. I like to take risks. Let's mm, uh, live life on the edge. <laughs> Bear in mind that you have uh, you still have Dappy from Endubs with you if you want. Okay, to I like to dangle his feather through. <laughs> <laughs> 
Dappy approaches the box. <laughs> I'm just going to stick my fella in there. <laughs> <laughs> what a brave soul. <laughs> nah, nothing. Feels cold. <laughs> nah, this is shit. I'm going back on the deck. <laughs> <laughs> what will Adam Driver, Andrew and... Nobleman. Mr. Tinkleman. Mr. Tinkleman. Tinkleman now. Okay. <laughs> Mr. Tinkleman do. I am mad of mystery. <laughs> okay. uh, I think we should put our fingers in the holes. Yeah, can we put our fingers in? Can we put our fingers in the hole? Uh, who's going to put their fingers in the hole? Um, I'm probably going to lose a hand at some point anyway, so I'm going to do that. Adam Driver puts his fingers in the holes. He feels nothing. Oh. Oh. That's not what they usually say. <laughs> Uh, what would they do? usually say stop? There must be something to do with the... Oh, is it going to be one of those underwater things again? Oh, we have to... Yeah. Dunk it underwater. It feels more comfortable underwater. No, it's... Um, oh. it's Clamped to the floor by iron bands, there is a stool in front of it, and it oh. has two small holes balled into the side, which are apparently eye holes. Uh... Oh, that's a picture. Oh. Okay. Can I sit down on the chair and look at the box? Andrew sits down on the chair and looks at the box. Does he want to look in the box or just look at the box? I will look in the box. Okay, so. Oh, he gets to see it. Oh, really? Secret picture. Yeah, I'm very good at describing. (laughs) Very succinct. Inside the box there is a golden glow... When your eyes have adjusted to the light, you see that the box is filled with gold gems. I see that the box is filled with gold and gems and jewellery. There's diamonds and rubies and sapphires. (laughs) Oh my goodness! More than I have ever seen in all my years of adventuring, which is just this one month, actually. (laughs) But it's more than that. Okay, so uh, Andrew has seen jewels of many varieties, laboriously told. Um, <laughs> would anyone else like to look in the box? I will also have a look in the box. At first, first you can see nothing in the box but darkness. That suits me. Yeah. At first, well. I can see nothing. First, oh shit! <laughs> At first, I can see nothing in the box but darkness. Then a chill runs down my spine as two eyes open and stare back at me. They burn with a seething malevolence. Vader? A chill in the fire that must surely come straight from hell. The adventurers have seen different visions through the eye holes in the box. Oh, this sounds like a fun game. I shall do it. The inside of the box seems to be moving. When I look closer, I see that there are thousands of insects and termites and spiders among our loathsome creepy crawlies. From this thriving mass of skull for truths, it has been nicked clean. Oh, my well, this certainly is dramatic. Mm. What is inside this box? <laughs> Briefly, it was Daffy's penis. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. What will you do? I think Andrew should open the box. What? <laughs> I don't want to open the fucking box. <laughs> well, well, he's the only one that saw anything good. I could hit it with my saber, but... Go on then, I will open the box with my mighty weapon. Andrew whacks his mighty weapon against the box. It smashes open and the iron bands fly to the side. 
The lid flies off and a loud squeal can be heard. Ah! Oh, fucking hell! <laughs> it's actually a huge jack in the box. <laughs> it shoots up from the box and towers menacingly above you all, swaying oh! to and fro. What will you do? Will you hack it to pieces or leave it alone? Hello, my name is Andrew. <laughs> Gluttony has proved the downfall of many a brave adventurer. After this, it becomes a lifeless dummy. There is nothing else in the box or the room. Oh. Well, that was fun. <laughs> let, let, this is literally just a kind of walk through the park. <laughs> this one, it's just do what you want when you want it. <laughs> Uh, so where would you like to go now? Uh, four, well, I guess. Four, yeah. Okay. <clears throat> Set into the wall is a portal with no door. All you can see is a sheet of darkness within the door frame. Drawn around the frame are hundreds of little stick figures engaged in curious activities, such oh. as running, jumping, and wrapping their legs around their heads. Ooh. Oh, I've done that in my day. <laughs> <clears throat> this is the portal. And... It's a bit, it's a bit dark, like my soul. Mm, <laughs> dark like my soul. Dark. You lock me up and feed me pins. <laughs> oh, I did the last thing, so someone else should go into the portal. I'll go into the portal. Adam Driver walks through the portal. Impossible as it may seem, Adam Driver finds himself in a vast subterranean chamber. Its ceiling is so far above his head that it is hardly visible. Ahead of you lies dense purple shrubland. Beyond that, you can make out four mountainous pillars rising high into the sky. What will you do, Adam Driver? Um, I'm going to head towards the scrubland, I suppose. You will have to hack your way through to proceed. I will wield my mighty... Broken lightsaber that's broken like my soul. You hack your way through using your broken lightsaber that's broken like your soul for what seems like hours. Eventually, you see a terrifying form coming towards you. A huge great beast, larger than an elephant, with four legs and vicious teeth. It is a mouse. (laughs) And you must fight it. I, I fight the mouse. Be brave, Adam Driver. Adam Driver fights the mouse and kills the mouse. <laughs> because we're not playing it properly. <laughs> there is not much else to do in this room. <laughs> what? I mean, oh, what? Uh, what will you do? Will you choose to explore a little more? Is there a reason to... Uh, um, yeah, I'll explore a little more. <laughs> Exploring a little more, <laughs> Adam Driver comes across an enormous golden ingot. Mm. Oh. Uh, let's test your luck. That's quite lucky. Uh, it turns out that you would not be able to drag the gold ingot back with you, but there is a silver ingot next to it. Which actually is probably worth roughly two pieces of Sl- gold. Slash uncle run. Two pieces. Yeah. <laughs> I'll take two pieces of gold then. Uh, no, it's a silver ingot worth two pieces I'll of gold. I'll take the silver ingot then. That's worth two pieces of gold. Two pieces of gold, <laughs> thank you. Only two. You take it with you and leave the room. Oh, Suddenly no. you find yourself back with your friends. <laughs> so 
shit is from ever. <laughs> Hello. Hello. <laughs> Hi. Okay, so. What have you got there, Adam Driver? I fought a giant mouse. Oh, okay. oh did you eat it? <laughs> no, I just killed it. Giant me. mouse is the delicacy. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so you've cleared this bit. Yeah. And you can do this bit if you want, or you can go down. Should we go to the rear of the ship? Yeah, yes. head to the rear. Okay, so there are three doors in front of you. Oh. You can either go middle, down left, or right. Seven, I guess? Yeah. You're <laughs> so like, hmm, let's go in order. Seven. No, not very adventurous, are we? You open the door. This cabin is well furnished, though covered with a thick layer of dust. Judging by the thick silk tapestry and opulent armchairs, it belongs to the ship's master. There is a dresser with a mirror on the far side of the room, near the bunk, which is enclosed by velvet curtains. <laughs> a drawer of the dresser is slightly open. On the, <laughs> oh, sorry. On the walls hang a selection of cutlasses, a cat of nine tails, and various torture implements. Oh! My Friday night sword! <laughs> to your right, there is a rough wooden perch. What will you do? Will you go in, all of you, together? Oh, definitely. <laughs> Apparently we're all going in. As you enter the cabin, the drawer of the dresser loudly slams shut. If you examine the mirror, you will see something has been written in dust. Oh! What does it say? <laughs> Who will lean closer? Me! <laughs> Mr. Tibble... Minsky. Finger! Mr. Tibblefinger! <laughs> Mr. Tibblefinger <laughs> leans forward. And sees that the words, lay my bones to rest, have been scrawled in the dust. What will you do? Here is what you can see, by the way. Oh, oh, oh. He doesn't look very well. It appears he's reclined for far too long. (laughs) What's going on with the the cutlass? Hello, Uh, my name is Andrew. (laughs) Andrew receives no reply from the skeleton. How rude. (laughs) From from the skeleton. (laughs) I will dump his body out across the ship. I will. Before she does that, I'm going to take the skull and do some kind of like ventriloquism act with it. (coughs) Atom Driver picks up the skull to do some sort of ventriloquism act with it. Hello! (laughs) I'm. Gary! I'm Baz! I'm Gary! And I've got nobody to play with! See what I did there, nobody. That's some good humour right there. Ah, oh, this is really good. Okay. So you want to take it out and... Dump it in the sea, yes. <laughs> Mr. Tibble, Mince, Mince Tibble uh, pulls the bones into her, his arms and takes them out of the room onto the deck of the ship and hurls them into the sea. The apparition of the sea captain appears. Oh! Heavens! Heavens! (laughs) And appears fleetingly to mumble his thanks. Well, thank you very much. (laughs) He then disappears. Drainage in the lower field. The adventurers return to the room. It is empty now, apart from everything else but the skeleton. (laughs) So it's not empty. The skeleton is no longer there. Right, what we do? Remember that there was a... a drawer. Excuse me. There was a dresser... The drawer closed shut, didn't it? It did, but the captain's bones had been laid to rest. Exactly. So, so you've avoided some really cool stuff. Oh. Oh. No, I mean... <laughs> so, sorry, cruel stuff. Oh, really cruel cool stuff. stuff. 
I will take the cat o' nine tails, please. <laughs> Mr. Tibble Biddles takes the <laughs> cat o' nine tails. Yes, this is my primary weapon. I'm going I'm to open the drawer. Adam Driver opens the drawer and to his amazement finds 20 gold pieces. Hey. I'm rolling in the dough here. Some doubloons. Uh, would you like to explore the room any further? Would you like to have a look at the bed, for instance? Dappy from Endubs thinks you should like totally have a look around the room, maybe like under the pillow or something like that. I will have a look at the furnishings to find out what kind of materials they're made of. Andrew lifts up a Don Elm pillow and finds <laughs> an eye patch. An iPad? Yeah. Eye patch. <laughs> oh, an eye patch. <laughs> yeah. Well, this is very top of the range. <laughs> An uh, eye patch, fantastic. I'm going to put it on now. Andrew puts on the eye patch and finds that it has been enchanted <gasps> so that the eye it covers can see perfectly in the dark. In normal light, it can mysteriously be seen through, but has no special abilities. Wow, that's amazing. <laughs> <laughs> that's really good. That's good. All right, well, that's. Um, there is nothing else to look for. In this room. You have found everything awesome. I mean, that's brilliant. That's really good stuff. You found 20 gold coins. 20 gold coins. He's got an eye patch. You've got a cat of nine tails. Yeah, I'm feeling great right now. We're like, absolutely. Sorry, I'm feeling so good right now. (laughs) So, um, I think we should have a debate where we should go next. So, we were in seven. I think we should go to... um, Eight. To eight, yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Hang on, just going to... Oh, 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 oh. Oh, chewy. Oh, oh. Are you using your cat o' nine tails? (laughs) Oh, sorry. Chewy. Oh, chewy. Oh, 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 that's the gist of it there. Gist of it. I haven't felt this good in years. (laughs) So, the last, my last one down the well. Okay. I haven't um, had a thrashing like this since Daddy caught me with a servant. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I'd like to have seen that. <laughs> anyway, as sexy as this all is. <laughs> Been very hot right now. Yeah. Okay, so number eight. Okay, in the middle. You open the door and immediately muse, hmm, this is quite a large cabin. <laughs> It contains assorted maps, charts, sextants, and other navigational paraphernalia. The cabin is dominated by a huge table on which lies a map of the whole of southern Alancia. Wherever that is. They keep saying Alancia, but I'm not entirely sure if we've even been there. Skillfully modelled in three dimensions. Looking closer, however, you can see that where the plane of bones, again, somewhere we're assumed that we know where it is, should be, there is a ball of fur about the size of a cabbage, snoring contentedly. Oh, furry cabbages! You can also make out a small model of the twice shy, in a larger scale than that of the map, which seems to be floating just above the map, somewhere near the coast that you were just on. Here is a picture of <clears throat> the sort of triple oh, ripoff that we've got sitting there. Furry in the thing. What are those little things? Yeah, it looks like it's got like a foot or something. Yeah, or like a little hand or something. <gasps> this is uh, this is the map, that's the twice shy, the ship we're on. I want to reach over to Furry. <laughs> hmm. The dormant butler, uh, what's, what's your name? Mr. Tibble Minskin's fiddle uh, <laughs> touches the furry mass on the table. 
It is a jib-jib. The dormant bundle of fur suddenly springs to life and a fearsome scream rents the air. You look around in terror, expecting to see some vicious monster behind you. But there is nothing, and you realise that the banshee yell is coming from the timid-looking ball of fur itself. This terrified creature is now running around the map on its two (laughs) short, stumpy legs, coming dangerously close to the model of the twice shy. (gasps) Oh! Foul creature! Uh, so, you must decide what to do. Leave the room, or try and silence it themselves, or, don't know, what do you want to do? Oh, you will try and uh, grab the jib-jib. The furry! <clears throat> uh, uh, yes, okay, great, this is really good. <clears throat> Andrew grabs hold of the jib-jib. He is holding it, and it is it is wrestling in his arms. He must test his luck. So basically, if you get over three, then you've been lucky. Ooh, you've got two. You are unlucky. Oh. Andrew is unable to hold on. The jib-jib has been caught. Suddenly, there is a puff of purple smoke, and a genie appears. <laughs> he seems to be extremely annoyed at the treatment of his beloved pet. Hello, my name is Andrew. Is this your jib jib? I was just trying to sex it. <laughs> oh! <laughs> A thousand curses upon you. Oh no, hang on. A thousand curses upon you, treacherous infidel. For this crime against my companion. <laughs> was that you just that releasing it? Releasing it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I see you haven't killed it. Well, if you'd killed it, you would have been in more trouble. Oh, so if you killed it, you'd have been in more trouble. Anyway. No. He's giving you five gold <laughs> I'm pieces. I'm just sexing it. He's giving... <laughs> the genie gives you five gold pieces for trying to capture his pet rather than kill it. You have done well. You have chosen wisely. You have chosen wisely. 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 The jib is now away and the map is unmolested. What will you do? Wrong. <laughs> I would molest him. <laughs> molest the map. Mr. Tibble. <laughs> the adventurers molest the map. Yeah. Mr. Tibblemint Spibbles leans over and looks profusely the map and also rubs his erect nipples. <laughs> you must test your luck. <laughs> oh no. Um, Okay, so we've got to go unlucky. Uh, so we'd like to see unlucky, so we'll do below three. Ah! You are lucky. You do not knock the miniature ship. <laughs> well, molesting. What happens if we <laughs> knock the miniature ship? Will you. Do you want to try? No. <laughs> what it's happens if we just. Ship, isn't it? Oh, yeah. Did it really take you this long to figure that out? I've been busy. <laughs> I've been busy. I've been busy, like, staring into the abyss of my soul. Yeah. You, you just don't it's understand me. <laughs> yeah. His pig face. Yeah. Arsac is a unit of distance, Dad. <laughs> um, okay, there's nothing else to see in here. I am bored! Yeah, Mr. Tibblebin spins pibbles, <laughs> leads them out of the room. Um, where are we time-wise? Half an hour. In. Oh, right. So there's plenty of room still to explore. Good. Right. Uh, do you want to go and do number nine? Let's do nine. I mean, let's have a meeting first. Yeah, let's have a meeting. Yes. Nine. Cool. Nine. Yes. Nine. <clears throat> this is good. This cabin seems to be a gallery of some sort. 
Pictures on the walls mostly depict heroic battles and scenes of daring. On the far wall hangs a larger painting covered by a black cloth. The floor is carpeted and there is no other furniture. <laughs> so, here we go. There are quite a lot of paintings, actually, but this is, this is the scene. Oh! I think oh. Uh, I would like to go to the black cloth, take it off and wear it as a cape. <laughs> Adam Driver (laughs) approaches the black cloth. What will he do? I will pull the black cloth (laughs) off and wear it as a cape. (laughs) Adam Driver pulls the black cloth off the picture and wears it as a cape. (laughs) I don't care what's in the picture. (laughs) Oh, but you should. The portrait is of the riddling reaver himself. (gasps) Oh! It comes to life and speaks to the adventurers. Oh my goodness! My name's Andrew. Don't try... No, hang on, what did I do? Don't try to move! My curious... <laughs> no, what was, the, what was the voice I did? That was a bad rap. Don't try to move! My curious art lovers! No, he I weren't s- from the West Country. He was he? not. He's like an evil bastard, isn't he? Uh, don't, don't try to move, my curious... Like, sort of don't try to move, yeah, my curious it. art lovers. No. You see... <laughs> still West Country. Yeah. Oh, I can't do anything. There still is rats. I see you've taken... <laughs> 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 I see you've taken an interest in my little collection. Perhaps you'd like to examine them a little closer. <laughs> then wild laughter. Wild laughter fills the room and there is an intense burst of blinding white light. When the adventurers recover, they will each find themselves in they each find themselves in one of the scenes depicted in the paintings. Oh. Adam Driver. You'll find yourself in a smoking battlefield littered with corpses. I've caused that. Two exhausted <laughs> figures remain standing, locked in deadly combat. A vile black-plated demon Vader? is about to slice his wicked axe through the shattered remnants of a noble warrior's shield. What will you do? If you strike me down, I should become Got more powerful. powerful. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm <laughs> I mean, Kylo Ren would just let it happen. <laughs> but I'm going to actually gonna... have to find a way to get out of these. Oh shit! Yeah, you've got yourselves in a little bit of a pickle here. I um, sweep my cape round my shoulders, and I head over towards the two, and I defend the brave warrior that's on his feet. Adam Driver bravely risks his life to get between the two uh, the two battling forms. The demon raises his wicked axe above his head, but Adam Driver's crackling lightsaber that is also a metaphor for his burning broken and broken soul. Yeah. Uh, stops it, shattering it. The noble warrior is able to recover himself and fights on a more even footing. Adam finds himself transported to the corridor in the gallery. Okay. He has victoried. <laughs> that was easy enough, though, wasn't yes. it? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> uh, who should we go for first? Mr. Middly fin- Spin Spiddles oh. <laughs> finds himself. Uh, <laughs> Looking down on a striking aerial view of the top of a crumbling tower where a fair damsel is being torn from the grasp of her grievously wounded lover by a fell beast of the skies. What will you do? Do not fear, fair maiden. I will save you. What will you do? I will go over and save her. 
How deliciously vague. Oh, God! <laughs> I brandished my nine nails. <sighs> Excellent. The beast was attacked by Mr. Piddlypins Piddles so that it releases the maiden. Mr. Tibbles, Mince Bibbles, finds himself back in the corridor. No! My beloved! I knew you were not With Adam Driver, Kylo Ren. Hi. Hi. Do you like my cape? I'm in mourning. You're in mourning. (laughs) I'm sorry. Andrew finds himself... uh, Hmm, hang on. How do I phrase this? Andrew regains consciousness and sees a kind-faced lord sitting at his table sharing a meal with his barons. He is just about to drink from a chalice of wine. In the background, a weasel-featured manservant peers from an alcove, clutching a small phial of black liquid. What will you do? Hello! What is the difference between a chalice and a goblet and a glass and a cup and a mug and other kinds of drinking implements? The Lord looks up and at Andrew. I don't know, he says, in a curious tone. Oh, hello to the fella standing over there with the black thing in your hand. What is that black liquid in your hand? It's nothing. Uh, Nonce. (laughs) (laughs) Back with the nonce then. (laughs) Back on nonce. (laughs) Can I have some? No, it's, uh, it's nothing. Don't, don't. Don't even try. No, you don't want it. Hang on. Are you about to poison the Lord? Lord, don't drink your drinking glass implement. It could be poisoned by the black stuff that the dodgy looking man over there who called me a nonce. (laughs) (laughs) Andrew's droll tone has sent the Lord to sleep. He has dropped... Oh, good. He can't drink his wine. (laughs) Has dropped the wine, revealing that it was tainted with the black liquid. There you see, I told you. Andrew finds himself back in the corridor of the gallery. The oh. adventurers are saved. Hello. Bearing in mind, Dappy from Endubs has been on the deck on his mobile phone <laughs> yeah. for quite a while now. Yeah, it's rough, mate. I'm just with these like, three yeah. other guys and they're just like, yeah. shit and stuff. No, mate. I've, I've got nothing going on. I've nothing going on. These pizza bumber clark. <laughs> right. Okay, so how long have we got? 20 minutes still. Really? <laughs> Jesus Christ. Okay, so we've still got one, two, three, five more rooms to go to. Okay. Um, team meeting. It's all on here. Yeah. I oh, think we've got down now. Yeah. I'll just go get Dappy from Endobs. Dappy from Endobs, come down here now. Oh, what's going on down there? I don't want to be down there. We're going down to the bottom deck. Ah, oh, sounds well shit. <laughs> <laughs> come on, you fool. Ah, oh, who's this man? Where'd he come from? He's fucking messing everything up for me. Kind of going Irish. Dappy from Endobs! <laughs> the top of the morning. That's well shit. Oh, fuck me. It's horrible down here. Got no signal on my right <coughs> route. Sorry. Adam Driver ruins everything. <laughs> <laughs> uh, fair enough. Right, what are we doing then? We're going to go to room five. The adventurers choose room five. The door to this cabin opens easily, and you find yourselves in a small dining hall. A long table runs along the middle of the chamber. It is set for dinner, and a mouth-watering meal is laid out all along it. There are cuts of meat, fine bread, soups and dips, and a magnificent centerpiece. A huge silver platter with a domed lid. What succulent dishes lie inside? Question mark. 
Oh, oh my god, das hat ein Beinkörper. <lacht> What will the adventurers do? I want to gorge myself. Uh, do you want to have a look inside the platter with domed lid? <laughs> I will. Oh, Dappy yeah, will look inside it. <laughs> Dappy from Endubs walks up and lifts the dome. Inside the central platter is something far less tasty than the perfectly edible food around it. Swarming within are several hundred flesh grubs who tear at Dappy's flesh. What will you do? Oh, not more insects! Uh, probably just leave him. No, I was kind of thinking that. <laughs> <laughs> He'll fend for himself. <laughs> Dappy from Endops is picked clean in less than three minutes by the flesh grubs. I'm eating the entire time. <laughs> they are now too stuffed to move and will leave all the other adventurers alone. Well, he was a jolly chap. He died doing what he loved. <laughs> I can't believe we just got Daffy killed. <laughs> you totally got him killed there. That's a shame. We need a new companion. Daffy Rendoz is dead. Oh. He's literally stuck in the mobile phone airwaves now. That's like that's maybe it. we should have like Ghost Daffy. Ghost Daffy, like like a Jedi like spirit. Mm. But you can only get him through his mobile phone. <laughs> yeah. <clears throat> Um, Snapchat is like 10 seconds at a time Yeah, so what do you want to do? Um, I think we should leave this room Have you uh, quite finished Mr. Tiddle? Oh. Oh. <coughs> yes, I have I the idea that she, you were just gorging yourself While Dappy was being <laughs> Yes, I was <laughs> A jolly good show <laughs> No, very do you too Dappy, I'd like to see you be missed That would be a lie uh, What's You next? are all Bumba <laughs> Dappy? <laughs> Dappy, is that you? Yeah, it's me. I'm from beyond the grave. <laughs> What's it like in the afterlife? Ah, shit, mate. Ain't, got, got, ain't even got Xboxes or nothing. <laughs> uh, so what are you doing? You're leaving? Yeah, we'll go to room... While the adventurers were preoccupied with the table and its contents and watching Endob's Dappy being eviscerated by fresh grubs, an imitator slid down from its perch above the door and reformed itself into the shape of the door. <gasps> <clears throat> Who left the building, the room first? I, I think I said we'd go first, didn't I? So mm. it'd probably be me. Adam Driver is stuck fast to the imitator, held like a by, held by a glue-like substance secreted from the creature. Yeah. How much did you enjoy your meal, Mister Tiddlebones? <laughs> oh, it was very good. Now I'm slightly concerned what I'm glued on this wall with. Oh, secreting liquids. That's what I do. <laughs> the imitator strikes Adam Driver with a large fist-shaped protuberance. Ooh. It is beating him mercilessly. Oh. What will the two remaining adventurers do? Be gone, <laughs> sticky man. Isn't as fun as it sounds. <laughs> there, there is a way to get him out of there. Um... The, oh shit, what can we do? Well, you've got weapons. Oh yeah. And it is hitting him with a fish shaped protuberance. Fish Aim for the protuberance. I will swing my mighty weapon at the protrusion. Andrew swings his mighty weapon at the protrusion and lops off the fish shaped protuberance. <laughs> um. <laughs> 
Without the fist, the creature is defenseless and can be finished off rapidly. But you need to act fast. What will you do? Finish it off rapidly. (laughs) The adventurers finish off the imitator rapidly. Uh, And Adam Driver... I always finish rapidly. (laughs) Adam Driver, Andrew and Mr. Fiddlebins Tibbles leave the room. I don't know what happened, but when I was being punched in the side, that just kind of psyched me up more. I don't know what's... (laughs) It's sort of a metaphor for your broken, my broken, broken soul. soul. My broken soul. Your soul. How my, my daddy... Your broken... Dad. Dad. Yeah. Okay, so... I, I killed him. Spoilers. 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 <laughs> three, three more rooms. Um, yeah. Is that? Yeah. We, 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 going, we didn't go in six yet. Yeah, we, we haven't done six. No. Have we not done... Yeah, you've just done six. No, we did oh. five, didn't we? Oh, yes. Oh, yes. No, you're on six now. Well done, adventurers. You are on six. <laughs> the door opens into a cabin. There is a small but comfortable looking bunk against the wall and a writing desk with a stool across the room from the bunk. The floor is carpeted and the walls are painted bright blue. <laughs> the carpet looks... No, sorry. The cabin looks as if someone has been here recently. There are clothes strewn all about the place and papers litter the desk. Hmm. What will you do? I wish to try on the fine clothes. <laughs> As Mr. Fiddlemint's Tibbles picks up some of the clothes, a ghost appears. Oh! The spectral form materialises. Dappy, is that you? <laughs> no, mate, it's not me. <laughs> it's someone else. else, else. A <laughs> No, mate, I'm still alive. <laughs> they speak the same. Yeah. <laughs> um, uh, we might edit that out because it comes across a little bit racist. Yeah. The... Uh, the ghost. Uh, hang on. The ghost begins to moan at you. Vader. Hello, my name is Andrew. Oh, you must not be fooled by him. No, no, no. Oh, right. I could make you moan a different way. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to uh, lie down in the bed, face the wall, and start crying. And when people ask me if I'm okay, I'm going to go, I'm fine! <laughs> I'm fine, Dad! Adam Driver sulks in the corner. He is of no use. Are you alright? I'm fine. <laughs> I will approach the ghostly ghoul. What do you mean? You are all pawns in a cosmic game. Luck and chance determine the outcome, and they are jealous of their power. You must not play the game. No, no. I love no. games. The count- countervailing equipoise is not yet come to fruition. Ooh. <laughs> Ooh. Ooh. <laughs> you can ask more questions. Ooh. What is this game you speak of? Uh, is it like chess or drafts or Ludo or Buckaroo or Or who can make the seven boy choke quicker? Hippos <laughs> or maybe like uh, snakes and ladders. Ooh, equipoise and substance and uh, stuff with fruition. Ooh. How do we play the game? Just say the answer is a riddle. 
and the door will open. Ooh. 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 The answer is a riddle. Ooh, someone might want to write that down. Ooh. <laughs> Ooh. Can I see the picture? He's gone. <laughs> okay. Oh, oh, it's like an old man. Yeah. Finally. The answer is a riddle. Mm. That's what the... <laughs> no, it's, it's just... It's a bit... Um, <laughs> flat concords. <laughs> yeah. Mind the table, David Bowie. <laughs> Sorry about the table, Brett. Sorry about the table, Brett. <laughs> Sorry about the table, Brett. <laughs> uh, David Bowie. No, I'm not Jermaine. <laughs> I'm, what is it? 1970s David Bowie from the Ziggy Stardust. <laughs> I'm David Bowie. <laughs> Fucking great song as well. Uh, right. Right, 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 right. I've just got water everywhere. Yeah, oh, you? That's not really good. Jesus Christ. Jesus Christ. Right, so this is what the room looks like. Obviously, the seer person where oh, yeah. isn't there anymore so oh, no. you can well he's out of existence <laughs> I'm going to open the drawer at the bottom of the bed mm-hmm. ok let's have a look Adam Driver opens the drawer underneath the bed it appears to just be uh, because the guy's name apparently is Boritz <clears throat> are the wizard's notes their contents are on the same lines as his whispered comments Woo! Equipoise and all that stuff. Uh, mostly unintelligible intellectual jottings. Do you want to search the drawer? Yes. Hidden among them is a scroll of fortune. Reading this has the same effect as drinking a potion of fortune. <laughs> as the letters disappear from the page when read, the scroll can be used only once. So choose wisely. Would you like to search the room more? No, I'm bored. Although you did say you wanted to have a look in the clothes. Mm-hmm. Oh yes, I want to try on the clothes. Mr. Fiddleman's tibble bibbles puts on <laughs> the, the clothes. He jangles his hands around in the pockets and finds ten gold pieces. Oh my goodness! Rolling in the moolah. That's nice. <laughs> I have some rent boy money. <laughs> yeah. Oh. Uh, <laughs> Mr. Tiddlesmith needs his rent boy. <laughs> I have it on a t-shirt. Nice. Okay. Well, there's nothing really else in here. Leave. The adventurers leave. Where to now, brave souls? 10, 11, 12. <clears throat> 10. <laughs> 10. In an unseen move, the adventurers go to the next one on the list. <laughs> but nothing, if not predictable. Okay. Set into the wall is what seems to be a portal, but there is no door, just blackness. Above the portal is written, only those who lie may enter safely. Hmm. What will you do? I'm going to enter the portal saying, I love my dad. Adam Driver enters the portal and is hit in the face by an axe. Oh, shit. (laughs) It swings from the wall. Ow. I think I'm dead. Yes, Adam Driver... May very well be dead. Oh no. Although we should test your luck. Before Adam Driver goes in, I say <laughs> no, wait! Can I use my potion of fortune? Oh, good one. Oh, nice late. one. Well, you guess. Been hit by an axe. I guess the fortune would be that maybe he wasn't hit. Adam Driver turns out to not have been quite so badly <laughs> hit by the axe as before. The axe swings, 
one meter beyond the top of the door, leaving at least a meter clearance. It was written above the portal, only those who lie oh. may enter safely. Adam Driver's foolhardy injuries have taught the adventurers a valuable lesson. Mm. I will need to wear the mask. Mm. Okay. <laughs> the adventurers find themselves in a small cabin with a hammock slung from the rafters and a desk set against the wall. Spread around the room is a menagerie of stuffed animals, cats, exotic birds, snakes and deep sea fish. They litter the floor and even fill the hammock. They are very lifelike. It is as if they have been frozen in time. Sitting on the desk among a collection of stuffed mice are two labelled bottles. On one you can read, Balm for curing, while on the other is written, Balm for sealing. Yeah. Oh. A lot of fish. Yeah. <clears throat> it's a, a real nautical theme. Yes, on the boat. Yes. Yeah. I wish to stroke the cat. <laughs> uh, Mr. Fiddly Mince Bibbles Tibbles strokes the cat. Nothing happens. Well. I'm enjoying stroking this cat. <laughs> Maybe we could cure one of the cats with the potion of curing. You pour a little of the curing on one of the animals. Nothing happens. Oh. <laughs> Andrew's disappointment <laughs> is felt. <laughs> we just take the potions and... Uh... Probably leave the room. Yeah. Andrew takes the potions and leaves the room. <laughs> Do the other two follow? Yeah. Adam Driver and Mr. Fiddly Mince Pibble Pibbles uh, leave too, as well, uh, out the door. Right, so we've done 10. We've got 11 and 12 to do, and we're probably nearing the end of the yeah, time, really. 11. Well, okay. where, 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 where oh, we yeah, we're 55 minutes. We've got time to bash out those two. 11. Let's smash these ones out. Right, we'll just. Ooh, hello. The walls of this cabin are lined with double bunk beds. It is clearly the living quarters for the ship's crew. And sure enough, sitting at the table in the middle of the room are six grubby sailors, concentrating on a game of cards. Oh, what? Piles of gold on the table in front of them show the game is for high stakes. They have not reacted to you walking in. Hello, my name is Andrew. (laughs) There is no sound or reply back. What game are you playing? There is no sound or reply back. I will walk over to them. <clears throat> Mr. Fiddly Mince Pibbles Pibbles looks at very closely at the sailors and notices that they all have glazed eyes and that their limbs move very stiffly. Uh, I believe they might be undead. How curious. What will you do? I will try and take the gold. (laughs) (laughs) That doesn't sound like a very good idea. Will you try and stop Mr. Fiddlywiddles? Yes. I will say no. Don't. Cannot stop it. I will have my gold. You can have some gold. No, I need gold for my rent boys. (laughs) <laughs> Mr. Tittlefince Mibbles does the ultimate wrong thing. <laughs> the stuffed sailors, for they have been stuffed, will carry on playing their game without batting a glass eye unless their gold is touched. 
This disrupts their pattern and sends them into a berserk rage, proving that it is sometimes better to let sleeping dogs lie, especially when they are stuffed. <laughs> they draw their barbed sailor's knives and attack. You have but seconds to react. I will lash out with my nine tails! I will draw oh, just my... compounding the issue. <laughs> <laughs> I'll draw my saber. Put the gold back. Don't hit them with your nine tails. Back! Back, you fools! The stuffed sailors draw their weapons and advance, slashing the air in front of them. What will you do? You have but moments! Attack! Attack! They actually prove to be too strong in I most put, cases. I throw unless... some gold coins yeah. at them and say, take your stupid money. Andrew's intelligence has served him well. The gold on the table returns the crew to their original positions. Fool! Fool! <laughs> Should we leave this room now? Yeah, it's quite... Um, there's not really much to do in here. Except for if you obviously disturb them. You die. You're <laughs> yeah. die. How much gold did that cost me? Uh, about five. Five. That's all right. We've got shit loads. We've got 95 gold coins. Nice. Are you keeping record? Yeah. Nice, I'm not. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, of course I am. Keeping very strict record of all things that progress. We will go to the final room. Mm. The door to this cabin is locked. There is no keyhole. Above it, a sign reads... The Riddle Room. <gasps> on the door is written, When I appear, I seem mysterious. Oh, hang on. When I appear, I seem mysterious. But when explained, I'm nothing serious. When I'm unknown to you, I'm something. But when I'm known to you, I'm nothing. In Master's name, you're near spy. So tell me then, please, what am I? A riddle. A riddle. Click, 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 click. <laughs> click, 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 click. Click. <laughs> the door swings, <laughs> the door swings open. What little furniture you, you can see in the cabin is of the finest quality. However, it is buried under huge piles of scrolls. Scrolls cover the sumptuous bed at the far end, the delicately carved writing desk, and much of the thick carpet. Only a large black wardrobe is not covered with paper, and that is because it reaches right up to the ceiling. What will you do? I wish to reach for a <clears throat> scroll. <laughs> oh, okay, fine. Right, yes. Right, okay. Mr. Fiddly Mince Pibble Tips uh, picks up uh, a scroll. Mm-hmm. On it is a riddle. What runs all day and all night and never stops? Time. The answer is wrong, and the scroll explodes in Mr. Fiddly Mince Tibble's face. No! Sadly, killing you. <laughs> um, no. Yeah, sorry. This is this is a this is a game ender. For some people. Sorry, you've, <laughs> you've just been killed. Whoa! Oh, no! Oh, I die as I oh, live. Oh, no! <laughs> Debauched! <laughs> Big explosions in my face. Yeah. Uh, what will you guys do? Obviously, there's the wardrobe. There's all the other riddles on the floor. 
Oh god, that's risky, isn't it? <laughs> kind of want to risk it though. What was the answer to that one then? Was it river? Ah, uh, yeah. I was gonna say water. Sad times, man. Although you've been on one podcast and you've actually lived all the way through pretty much until the end, but then died quite gloriously. <laughs> it felt good. <laughs> um, I will examine the wardrobe. Agile driver opens the doors oh, of the wardrobe <laughs> and is engulfed in a billowing cloud of smoke. When it clears, he Vader. sees that yeah, the genie is standing in front of the wardrobe waiting patiently. What will you do? Uh, hello, genie. How are you? Uh, what did I do before? Can't remember. I am well. Okay. Uh, do, I, do I get wishes for this? or? I am the genie of the wardrobe. It is my duty to look after my master's garments. <clears throat> I could look after yours too. Can I can wash them and press them in less time than it takes to read a riddle. Can you look after my cape? Adam Driver turns out to be foolish enough to give the genie his cape. The genie disappears back into the wardrobe with a laugh and the door slams shut. Stole my cape. <laughs> I just leave him alone. Oh, really? Yeah. <laughs> leave him alone. Forget your cape. Don't worry about it. I want my cape back. Fine. What else will you do while you have the time? What else is in the room? Loads and loads of riddles. Oh, is it worth risking a riddle? Honestly, I had no idea that was going to kill you. <laughs> as soon as I got to the end, it was like, oh, hang on. <laughs> Whoops. Hello, uh, Vine. Ghost stuff, Dappy from Endobs. Should I try a riddle? Uh, yeah, man, there's like some, there's some quite easy ones, but like, you know, that's just me saying they're easy. I, I'm, I'm much smarter than uh, you, like. Alright, I will pick up one of the scrolls. Andrew picks up a oh, scroll. Rolling already. What gets wet as it dries? Towel. Yes. I, thank you, Adam Driver. It is a towel. You have chosen wisely. The words of the riddle fade from the page to be replaced by magic, magical lettering. Uh, this will be titled "Making Clear It Is Magic." Uh, it is a scroll of fortune. Mm. Oh, cool. Uh, blah, 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 blah. Well done. <laughs> yeah. uh, does Adam Driver wish to try his luck at a riddle? Yeah, sure, I'll give it a go. You could die, you know. Yeah, I know. Yeah. No, shit. What's that? It's a one. That's a one. What's the wrong for that? How difficult they are? No, it's just for the... Riddles. Uh, what has a face but no mouth? Clock. You have chosen wisely. Now your reward. It, it is also a scroll of fortune. Yay! Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's scrolls of fortune. <laughs> that's so very that's lucky. We'll be done. That is it. Okay, that's suddenly the there is a jerk. <laughs> oh, shit. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, uh, and you are all thrown forward, including the lifeless body of Mr. Fiddlebins Timbles. Which <laughs> <laughs> apparently isn't dead. that lifeless. <laughs> oh, I, I am a ghost. You realise that the ship has stopped dead. While you are picking yourselves up off the floor, you notice a strange noxious smell. A foul green gas is rising from the boards beneath you, and you start to choke 
as it reaches your mouth. It's my decomposing <laughs> body, all the gases with it. Uh, what will you do? Escape, quick. The adventurers run together. Adam Driver and Andrew try, but without any luck, to drag Mr. Fiddly Mince Pibble Piddles. Um, they leave him behind. They scrabble onto the deck and off the ship. Fifty metres away is a beach beyond which rises dense jungle. Do you pile into the landing boat or do you try and make your way through the sea? Mm. I, I, just swimming. Oh, I see. Quick, get in the boat. Yeah, we'll get in the boat. You'll get into the boat, which propels you like a catapult out of it onto the beach. You'll find yourselves marooned watching the twice-shy floating gracefully off to its next port of call, wherever that may be. This act will lead on to Act 3. However, if you have... Op- no. <laughs> the end. <laughs> <laughs> right, that's part 3 done. So, we will be back next week with part 4. Next up, though, you will hear uh, something we recorded earlier with... Uh, James Gurnlist, he pops in. You missed it again, Tom. Well, I missed Gurnlist again. Yeah. Oh, you were having a shit, yeah, apparently. Yeah, that's right, weird. Oh, yes, that's, yeah. Sorry. I, it was <laughs> that ragu I had earlier. <laughs> yeah. Wasn't good. Wasn't oh, good. I heard it. Yeah. <laughs> he was, Some uh, shit you won't believe. <laughs> Gurnlist, yeah, he was, yeah. Very complimentary of you, though. Really? Yeah. Your people, apparently. My people? Yeah. I don't know what... Keep no. saying about your people. Yeah, yeah. Very, very strange. I don't, I don't have any. I'm, I don't have any people. I've got a wife and a child, and they they can't really do anything. You I mean, like, obviously, my wife can do lots of things, <laughs> but my my kid can't. You might want to um, ask her if she's maybe <clears throat> offering this guy a contract for for us. She is out a lot. Maybe that's weird, isn't it? Mm. Mm. Something fishy going on there. I felt you. He, he's very confident. Particularly yeah. around me, yeah. Yeah, right. <laughs> yeah, yeah. He kept, he kept hammering that point home. Mm. So, yeah. Mm. Confident. Yeah. Mm. But I yeah. think I quite like this guy. Yeah, if I ever yeah. Met him. No, he's, he's, a, he's a great guy. Yeah. <laughs> Hi. I'm James Gurnlist, the Games Journalist's Games Journalist. Think of me as a cross between Han Solo and Lord Byron, but, you know, more about games journalism. I've spent the last 12 years intrepidly travelling from one end of the globe to the other to bring my audience the very best in untamed games journalism. I've written for websites like IGMM, Nataku, GamePots, Polywogglegon, and uh, magazines like uh, PC Gamering, PC Friends Owning, I Love Games A Lot Weekly Magazine, and Razzle. Anyway, enough about me. I'm uh, looking forward to starting my reviews on uh, Too Much Time in Our Hands podcast. <laughs> okay, so we're welcoming back James Gurnalist. He appeared again. I know, um, he's just appeared. Like, mm. Where did Tom go as well? I don't know. I don't know. Like, I think he said he's got something about his bowels. Something about his bowels, yeah. <laughs> I hope he's alright. <laughs> yeah, I've had some strange noises coming. Yeah, definitely. Oh, that's what that was. <laughs> oh, yeah, so uh, this is this is uh, James Gurnlist. Yeah, um, it's good to meet you. I've how are you doing? Yeah, it's great. Great. It's a, a woman. Yeah, I know. Okay. Yeah, yeah great. You're right, right. right. No, no, it's fine. Yeah, I know. I'm, you, yeah. you told us like you're pretty good with women. Yeah, I'm not at all, uh, you know, scared or nervous of women. Okay, that works at all. 
So it's all right that I'm sat in my underwear right now. (laughs) Yeah, it's fine. It's fine. I've seen it, that stuff before. It's fine. (laughs) All good. Cool. Um, Well, you know, get on with it, I suppose. Okay. What have you got for us this week? Well, it's a a review of a game that's literally just come out. Uh, So I'm just going to launch straight into it. Okay. HD remakes, reboots, remasters, they're coming thick and fast at the moment, and I can barely keep up with them. You know, and now Doom has joined the ranks and file of inevitable reboots, and I can't help but feel a little bit crushed and suspicious, so much so that I've invented a new name for the feeling, which is Crushbishish. <laughs> okay? Its trailers showed a return to the familiar frenetic shooter action that Doom is famous for, and I think all of us breathe the collective sigh of relief of nostalgia, something that I've decided to call... Rulalja. Okay? So its multiplayer, however, showed off a run-of-the-mill experience that borrows so much from other better multiplayer modes that it feels outdated and outmoded by today's experience. Nostalgia and disappointment have combined to give me a feeling that I've decided to call shit. (laughs) So what do we got? Now, where do I even begin to review this? So let's just start at the tip and work our way down to the base in a smooth, repetitive motion... Just like Dan's mum did last night. Seriously? Yeah. Seriously. Shut the fuck up. Yeah, okay. Stop. Shut up. Uh, right. Here's my elevator review. Doom is a nostalgic shooter remade with the new technology of today that gets a lot right, and that's it. Getting a lot right, however, is a phrase that I read and hear more and more today's in game reviews. It speaks volumes by not really saying anything and hiding what's wrong by choosing to ignore it. So strap on your shoulder pads... Pick up your cricket bats, because I'm going to be flinging some poop balls your way over the next few minutes. But not as many as you might think. The single-player campaign is where this game shines. It's fast-paced, it's old shooter action, and it's a lot of fun, aside from the bits that aren't fun. So Doom has always been about putting you in tight corridors with a horde of demons and saying, Kill them now, 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 oh no, you're low on ammo, uh, ammo and armour, uh, it's all gone wrong. But you survived, well done, here's some armour pickups and some ammo, uh, but there's more than more of them down here, so yeah, you're in another corridor, uh, blam blam, are you enjoying this? No? Okay, well, I didn't hear that, so here's more demons, here's, here's some <laughs> lava, more lava, uh, and it's all over the floor, so don't fall in it, shit, you fell in it, um, okay, but now you've respawned, ding, and so on. That's, that's pretty much the Doom experience. <laughs> Experience, uh, in a nutshell. Yeah. How am I looking? Am I looking okay? You look, yes. You look good. Yeah. yeah, good. Right. Could you just stop interrupting me, please, Dan? Let's just. All right. Sorry. But for it's... everything it pretends, it's innovating with, you know, by stealing old ideas and repackaging them with lovely graphics. It also tries new things that don't work. For one, it's got a nasty habit of enticing you into huge cavern-like rooms, and then closing all the doors and windows and waiting for you to kill everything in there before it lets you move on. Okay, so it's a dick move. I was poodling along really nicely through some dark, spooky corridors, mowing down demon scum with my massive weapon, which is huge, by the way, um, and suddenly thought it was playing a rubbish version of Quake 3 Arena. Oh, and now, you know, they then just put you back into the corridors. To say it's jarring, that's jarring, is an understatement. The more, obvious, the more it obviously pens you in, the less fun the game becomes, and it's a real shame because there's some great levels, some really good design, and it's just let down by a tiny sprinkling of shit. So imagine that you went on a date with a girl who every now and then replaces a potato on your plate with a tiny poop, and she's made you watch her take it. Okay, so you're looking around the restaurant to see if anyone else is watching, uh, but no one is, and you're wondering if you're the only one that saw it happen, and then you ask her to stop, but she just kind of shrugs, and then you get worried because no one else is actually acknowledging it, and then they're just digging into their food, which you kind of suddenly notice is also made out of 
tiny turds, and then even the waiter is obliviously handing out plates of poo to everyone else, and then you twig that actually what I'm doing right now is a metaphor. A metaphor for the games industry in general. You see, you, yeah, you like that? I'm ecstasy right now. Absolutely. Absolutely. If you could just not interrupt me, though, that would be really good. I'd like to get through to the end of this. Oh, sorry. Yeah, okay. So today's reviews no longer cut the mustard for me. Game reviewers judge a game on what it does, how it fits into the range of similar experiences available, and finish up by telling us, you know, if it's worth a squirt. Uh, and that's their mandate. But there's rarely any game reviewers that point out whether or not we need a game. But not me, because I'm taking a stand. So, fuck Doom. We did not need this game. It was released because loads of other franchises have been rebooted, and someone at id thought it was about time that Doom had one too, despite the fact that Doom 3 was that reboot. I'm sick of it. I'm full of bile, I'm jam-packed with rage, I'm jam-packed with spleen. Fuck this, fuck the gamers who buy it. Most of you weren't even alive when the first game was released, so you don't know how shit this is by comparison. Doom was a revolution. There was nothing like it. But now, there is, and has been for so many years, that it's just pointless. Doom has already been remade, in a loving and caring way, in Doom 3. And then Brutal Doom, which was an excellent mod. Uh, so it has a legacy and a reputation that the reboot's destroyed. The modern audience gets their hands on it if they want, but they'll never understand what they missed. So don't bother with it. There's no, there's no justifying this sort of shitty release. Why bother creating a new IP when you can just repackage an old one? You know what I mean? Mirror's Edge wasn't necessarily the best execution of a new idea, but at least it was a new idea. At least it tried something new. I mean, how long has it been until you, since you've actually played something that was a new idea and wasn't just a recycling of stuff that already exists? I mean, most releases these days are old ideas, repackaged or rebooted with an old character or a game type done in a new way. But by doing so, it becomes the norm again. And we're destined to be stuck in this loop until big publishers get over their fucking fear of the unknown and start innovating again. So back to Doom. It feels like a good old shooter that does nothing new. Anything new to the Doom series in this game has been taken from other games. It's a cynical mess that is fun at points, which is probably why I'm going to go home, uh, jack off, and then play it again. <laughs> <laughs> I just feel like you'd be a round of applause after that. Yes. Congratulations. Thanks, guys. Yeah. Thanks. Yeah. 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 Thank you. How much? I'm quite, yeah. quite warm in I'm quite, I'm quite hot, yeah. actually. After oh, maybe that's what it was. Yeah. 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 You, know, you know what I mean? Cool. Well, hot. You know, I'm here, so... Yeah, yeah. Probably, yeah. I mean, you know, I'm not scared of you or, or women in general. No, I feel that. Yeah, absolutely. There's no fear. I'm not, I'm not. James Gurnalist doesn't get, get scared of women. <laughs> no, no, no. No, 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 no. Turn a bit there, James. No, it's, it's just the heat. Okay, fair it's, enough. Yeah, just, cool. just the heat. It's your passion, that's all. Yeah, it's my passion. Fiery passion. <laughs> mm. I mean, you know, I'm from uh, Mauritian. Islands. So, you know, that's where I get most of that Latin temperament from. <laughs> um, it's not funny. That's a bit racist, guys. Yeah. Sorry, 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 James. Sorry. Sorry. Yeah. sorry, Dad is a notorious racist. <laughs> Can we not say that on the podcast, please? Because <laughs> I am not. <laughs> well, good editing aside, uh, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to uh, go now. Um, you know, if you see Tom, tell him thanks for the uh, updated contract. By what? the way. Contract. And, um, Contracts. What are you on about? Well, Tom's people sent it over. Anyway, just say thank you, Doom. Uh, I'm gonna, right. I'm gonna hit. Right. Okay. Yeah. Come out of here. Yeah. See you yeah. later, fellas. All right. Bye. See you later, Alex. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs>
and thanks for listening to James Gurnley once again. <laughs> Did you just have like a seizure or something? No, no. I'm, there's a break. Yeah. There'll be music. Then there'll be James Gurnley. Then I've got to do the end. This all this is staying in. <laughs> so thanks for listening. Yes, <laughs> thanks for listening. Um, we'll be back in a couple of days with part three. So thank you. Bye. 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 Not news. <laughs> Thank <laughs> you.